How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Eucalypt Speed Test Intelligence Data. Fixed median download speeds. US Q3 2023. Welcome to Candidly Keisha. Keisha Knight Pulliam has grown up on TV, playing characters on shows like The Cosby Show to Tyler Perry's House of Pain. They know Rudy. They know Miranda. I've been in the business literally for 36 years. Keisha's an actress, philanthropist, foodie, and now hosts of her own podcast. This is an opportunity for you, my friends, my fans, to get to know me, just Keisha. This is Candidly Keisha. Welcome to Candidly Keisha. We are back from our hiatus. We had the baby. She's in studio with me. It's bring baby to work day and mommy to work day. (laughs) Yeah. It is Friday and it's such a beautiful day in Atlanta. Our Falcons are going to the Super Bowl. What? Who knew? Ella Grace is in the building. Big thing. She is tearing up this bottle right now. And um, I'm also joined by my mama. Hey, mommy. Hey. And my Shayla. Yeah, I said my to everything. My baby, <laughs> my mama, and my Shayla. I'm having a jet hey. moment. She's My niece is two, and everything is jets. But, um, <laughs> but yeah, so we're back, and it's definitely been an eventful couple weeks for me. And I wanted to have these two, well, three lovely ladies in the studio because uh, – Mom, of course, is my right-hand woman. And if mom's my right-hand woman, Shayla's my left-hand woman. Yeah. And um, was also my doula during the birth of little Ella Grace. And for those of you who don't know what a doula is, can you explain it, Shay? Sure. There are two types of doulas. There are birth doulas who are pretty much like mom's coach and support person. Your phone is kind of going in and out a little bit. Can you hear me better now? Yes. Yes. Okay. So a birth doula is uh, basically a support coach for moms during the labor process. Usually all the focus is on the baby and uh, when mommy's going through the process, but a doula is there to really be at mom's beck and call, helping her with comfort measures, getting prepared for labor and delivery, and then once baby is here, helping mom transition to everything from breastfeeding to realizing that there's not a whole person in their body anymore and whatever else comes along with Helping that. with baby gas and latching. Yes. and We are baby whisperers once baby has arrived. And before baby arrives, we are mommy whisperers. That's and making sure that it. the lactation specialists do what they're supposed oh, to do. Oh, wait, time out. You know I was getting to the lactation specialist. Because they wouldn't, we're going to, of course, tell the serious and, you know, all the birth story. But it wouldn't be me without the funny stories, right? So <clears throat> I'm at the hospital. I've had Ella. Mom and Shayla are kind of taking turns spending the night with me. And, um, Mom, were you there that day? I think you had just... I walked in had, as she... Yeah, so mm-hmm. Mom was walking in. Um, Shayla, Shayla had, was there. Shayla had spent the night with me that <laughs> night. So we're in the hospital. And the funny... Well, I hadn't left the room. You know, I did end up having to get a C-section. And, um, you know, for safety reasons, everything was kept very private. And I have the greatest doctor and. Emory Midtown is the greatest hospital. Like they did such an amazing job. All of the nurses. I have a couple funny stories. We'll start with the we'll start with the lactation specialist. Bless this old little lady's heart. I have to it 
this is an old little white lady. I I think think she may have voted for Trump, um, but <laughs> bless her heart. So the lactation specialists, for those you don't know, because I am breastfeeding, are the ones who kind of help you through the process, like making sure the baby is latching onto your breast correctly so she doesn't rip your nipple off and um, <laughs> making sure the baby's getting enough milk and, you know, just your milk is coming in, like anything having to do with breastfeeding. So it's this old, like, Southern, like, yes, and, um, okay, well, I have to go through this pamphlet for you right quick, and I just need you to look at this page on page two. You can see this, and I'm going to earmark this for you to go back and refer to. Mind you, I'm like, can you help me get my boob in my baby's mouth? That's really (laughs) all I need your help with right now. (laughs) So she's going through this whole pamphlet. How old would you say? She's, like, about 70 years, 60, I don't know. She's old. I'm going to give her in her 70s. She's in her 70s. So part of this pamphlet that's, you know, standard hospital procedure to include in your little birth packet, she gets to this one page that probably had about 30 different numbers and resources on the page. Everything from, I don't even remember everything on it, but it was all different sorts of resources for mothers. So on this page, she pulls it out, and of the 30-some-odd things on here, she says... Yes, and we have some great programs that you may want to take advantage of that you may need. Um, WIC is a great program. I don't know if you have insurance, but I looked at the lady. But the thing is, on the page, there were so many different numbers. I didn't even see WIC. WIC, you know, is welfare. So I guess she saw this little black girl with the little baby by herself and on the door, I didn't realize that they'd put like a faux last name and the last name was Brown. So I guess she saw Miss Brown and was like, she probably needs some wick. So she said, and yes, wick is an awesome, pro- is it? No, she didn't say wick is an amazing program that you may want to take advantage of. And I don't know if you have insurance. That's when I stopped her. I said, ma'am, I have excellent insurance, but thank you. And so in the meantime, <clears throat> Shayla, you can carry on because Shayla looked like she about to uh, <laughs> suplex this old lady. In the corner. So as BFF and auntie and doula, I'm sitting there trying to allow people to do their jobs because you never want to be in the way of the people who are working in the hospital. You're supposed to be their partners. But I'm looking like this is not really happening. Like, and, And what I was observing was that Keisha's trying to nurse. And this lady who's the lactation specialist is not actually trying to help with like, the nursing process. Like, she didn't like, want to touch me. Like, normally, the lactation me. specialist, like, literally, like, when the other ones came in, because Shayla, quickly and promptly, it was like, okay, we need another one, and please don't send her back. She, when the other lady came, you know, they literally will, like, guide your boob, like, show you how to hold it, put it in the baby's mouth. This lady was not trying to touch my little brown booby. Not at all. <laughs> or your little brown baby. And it was just so clear, and I was so outdone and trying to, you know... Trying to balance being doula and, you know, auntie in the moment. Like, okay, I could really turn up right now. But let me just kindly say we need another lactation. So then my mom walks in in the midst of this storm of tornado. And she's looking like, because she could read everyone's body language. Like, what the hell is going on? And who do I need to <laughs> punch in the nose? I'm like, mom, it's okay. This lady, she just has, she doesn't know any better. Because if she knew better, she'd do better. But, yes, the old... uh Trump lady tried to give me the number for Wick, and I wouldn't have been. You know, my thing is this: like, I get it. It's about showing the services that are offered, and I probably wouldn't have been offended 
had she not pointed out. Had she out listed some of the other several services. Several of the services. And not just keyed in on that On WIC. Yeah. And the fact that if you don't have insurance. Like, I was and like. And then the irony that if you were taking, if you needed to take care of the Women, Infant, Children program, also known as WIC. In that moment, you're trying to breastfeed, so you're not trying to buy formula, which would be the first thing that you would actually need from that program. <laughs> but you're literally trying to get help breastfeeding. So just, right. there was just the irony, like all the things that were just so wrong. So if you are a mom, or expecting mother who's listening, you're a lactation specialist in the hospital, that's supposed to be a hands-on experience, not a hand reading down a sheet of paper telling you the resources that you need when you leave the hospital because you need that resource while you're in the hospital. Right. I'm trying to, I need immediate help rich now. Immediately. Immediately. And thank you. (laughs) But it's that, uh, then you have to kind of, and the other funny stories, you know, juxtaposed to, it was probably like my final day. And because, you know, no one knew I was in the hospital and what have you, my final nurse came, comes in and my mom is asleep on the little, amazingly uncomfortable <laughs> baby couch in the corner. Can we, and can, can we just really emphasize the fact that that baby couch sucked? Like, the baby oh, couch that sucked. Was, it was awful. Yeah. It was awful. The funniest part is the baby couch, they're like, oh, and it transforms into a bed. Man, that bed is a toddler-sized bed. Like the toddler beds <laughs> that my niece has, that's what size that little baby mattress is when you flip it over. So my mom and Shayla unanimously decided, okay, we're just going to leave it as a couch. Because this little bed isn't going to work. But I'm sitting there. I'd had a rough night. Ella had decided she was going to be up and fussy and cluster feeding. I'm holding her. I My headscarf has spun around my head. <laughs> it's like cocked up to the side. I got one eye open. Ella has the one eye open looking at her like it's too early for this. And she comes in and she goes, oh, she's, you know, they write their name on the board. And she's like, oh, Miss Brown. Da, da, da. And I look at her because, again, I didn't realize they put Brown on the last name of my door. So I look. I'm like, ma'am, I think you have the wrong room. I'm Pulliam. And then she looks at me. She goes, oh, oh my, my God. God. Oh, oh, my God. God. It's oh, my God. It's you. It's you. It's you. <laughs> oh, my God. <clears throat> Has a complete panic fan, fan out attack. <laughs> It was like, oh, my God, I've been stalking your Instagram. I knew it. I knew you had the baby. La, 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 la. And then it was funny because then she tried to reel herself in and, like, compose herself and be like, okay. Let me get my professional. Let me, let me get back professional. Yes. I am a nurse in the hospital. <laughs> but it was the cutest thing. Like, I just, I couldn't do anything but laugh after I kind of, like, gained my focus because my eyes, I'd been up all night. But there were so many interesting, funny. It was funny with her, too, because every time she came back in the room, it looked like she had to hold her breath just so she wouldn't get tired. Yeah, she really had to collect herself. (laughs) (laughs) And be like, okay, let let me go in here and put my professional, professional. Let me be professional right right quick. So, but no, it was, it was awesome. Um, Wait, not, um, let me tell this, this story. We're in the. Of course, Keisha mentioned she had to have a C-section, so we're in the room. OR. OR. Like, it's a, I didn't realize, like, C-sections are, like, real surgery. It's, yeah, like, serious business. It's and, like and you don't know it until you experience it. Like, no, it's right. like we're in the operating, like, I felt like I was on Grey's Anatomy in that, like, operating yeah. um, room that had, like, the, the theater or whatever they call them. Mm-hmm. Man. But anyway, so <laughs> she's on the operating table. They had... Um, the anesthesiologist yes. and I'm cut open my guts are on the other they're side they're sewing her up and everything Ella's on the other side they're getting her weighed and her all the vitals and everything and this one here Keisha 
the anesthesiologist asks her a question. Oh, so like, well, what do you do? And, you know, something. Like trying to keep me occupied. Right. You know, keep her mind off what they're doing behind this, you know, this curtain, this sheet. And she starts talking about Keisha's kitchen and her spices. (laughs) P.S. She's in the operating room, laid out, stretched out on the table, guts hanging out, (laughs) talking about Keisha's kitchen, selling spices. And I have poultry seasoning, I have a meat seasoning, (laughs) and an all-purpose seasoning. And we did a pop-up shop. And I'm looking at her like... I'm like at Williams Sonoma. I I have no recollection of any of this. I don't even remember this And the funny thing, they were so engaged and kept asking her questions. And she kept answering (laughs) I was like, Mom said I spelled the website out for him. You yes, go to she, Keisha's Kitchen, K E S H dot com, and buy the spices. I then, but then my mom told me the story. My only thing was, well, did they buy some spices? <laughs> that was my only question. Right? Did they buy some spices? Well, we're gonna have to look and see. But, no, that was funny because the night when I arrived at the hospital, you know, since you're there, secret under some alias, you know, there's this whole hush hush process for like getting in, and I'm like. Let me make sure I remember all the things I'm supposed to say. <laughs> and so the lady's like, oh, you're the friend who's the doula who has the natural business and you made the butters and stuff? Oh, and I was like, yeah, I forgot. I had talked about your, your, your belly butters. I showed them my belly. I was like, look, I don't have any stretch marks. And my friend, yeah, I, I've talked oh, about everyone's I arrived, business. When I was hospital. like... It was so funny. I had a moment like, okay, is this what it feels like to be a celebrity when, like, you don't even get your name out? And people are like, oh, my God, it is you. <laughs> you like the butters. I need some of those. Right. <laughs> Speaking of which, yes, people were like, because, like, I'd post, they'd be like, oh, wait till 39 weeks. Wait till this. You're going to. I will stand here, and I am a testament that, oh, my goodness, body butter, specifically the mommy belly butter, works. Stretch mark free. Booyah. Yes. Let me tell you, it's the truth, Shay. Like, as soon as I find it, finish getting my complete snapback, we're going to get to that, too, that whole snapback business. That's the <laughs> bullshit. The people be telling you, like, you leave the, I left the hospital bigger than I was when, when, you went in. when I went in. Like, I got, what is it called when you get um, edema? I got mm, pregnancy-induced mm-hmm. edema. Mm-hmm. I've never been, like, now, I never knew how valuable it was to see your kneecaps until now (laughs) i blew up so big that i had no discernible joints that's ridiculous it was so bad the shoes i wore in the hospital my jordans i couldn't wear home the only thing i could fit on my feet for like a week were the adjustable night my jordan adjustable nike flip-flops the ones with the velcro at the top that you can loosen all the way up I had cankles. My brother saw me. He told me I look like fat bastard from not, no Austin from Austin, Austin Powers. Powers. JP was like, "Ooh, get in my belly! Get in my belly. <laughs> you look like fat bastard." I was like, "Thanks, JP. That's exactly what the pregnant <laughs> a new mom a wants new mom to hear." Wants to hear. Right. Yes. Swelling is not joke, especially when you have to have a C-section. Women who don't have C-sections don't have it as much necessarily, but after a C-section, yeah, it's comes with the territory, but yeah, it can be a lot to process. I am grateful to say two weeks out, I have kneecaps, I have ankles. Well, I was just so glad when I got that call because when I left, you know, I was doing the acupressure and stuff, just trying to move the fluid, and I was like, Lord, please let her fluid go away quickly because I'm going to have to go back to Atlanta. No, I really... fluid doesn't move, and when you call, like, I see my kneecaps for real, I was like, I had a moment, like, it's it really messes with you. I'm not going to lie. Because, mm-hmm. you know, 
And I get it. You know, in the whole celebrity world, people post like a picture two days later and they're like, oh, snapback. Or they don't announce when they really had their baby and they post a picture when they're ready. Right. Or, or that happens. So snapback you don't really know later. Mm-hmm. what the time frame is. But I'm here to tell you, it doesn't happen that fast. I can say that two weeks out, my belly has kind of almost all it's it's almost gone all the way down. It's a little bit here, but it's kind of it's pulling back in. Like I mean, I and that's wear, really good after having the C section, and you don't normally expect that to happen for at least like a I'm wearing of weeks. my regular clothes right now. I do have on my maternity jeans right now, but they're like, yeah. And you're also not focused on the snatch. I'm snap not snatchback in the way that I see some people. I think that. Because women take for granted that whether you have a C-section or a vaginal delivery, like it's a major trauma to your body. Yes. And but the I, way you treat your body for that first four months has mm-hmm. long-term impact on Can your I, health. I can't say this. Period. My doctor was like, whoo, your abs, they were so tight. And I was like, <laughs> yes. Yes, so I'm that good. Yes. Yeah, so you you definitely have muscle memory. We all do. But, yes. like, you have to, like, let your body heal. Like, some, mm-hmm. let some of it happen naturally because I worry about the women who try to force it because you may look good, but if you're not healthy or your core is not stable, like, yeah, it comes back down the road when you cough and <laughs> you need the pins, then you're going to remember the care that you didn't give to yourself after you had your baby. So I'm listening. All that stuff goes hand in hand. I am taking it easy. I really am. Um, and the more that I haven't focused on it, the more the weight just kind of is falling off and I'm going back to normal. And I am a testament to I have been breastfeeding like it's an Olympic sport. <laughs> no, Let me tell you. will be once. Shut up. Breastfeeding <laughs> is real. In terms of getting your body back right. I have porn star boobs because they're huge from all the milk. But my body looks good. <laughs> let me tell you. I, um, I, I I pump, but I also, you know, feed her both ways. And I got these amazing little bottles, these little Como Tomo bottles. They are so perfect because she can go in between the breast and the bottle interchangeably. It, like, and, and she doesn't, she accepts both. You know, because sometimes... If you're breastfed baby, they won't take the bottle. Or once they start taking the bottle, then they won't take the breast. But, man, I have a whole system. We pump, and then we make bottles, and then we breastfeed too, and then we pump at night. Man, I could sell this milk on eBay, let me tell you. It's <laughs> liquid gold for real. <laughs> Y'all, please don't post on her time on asking for the, lead, for the link to the eBay milk. Please don't. Please don't. <laughs> Keisha's kitchen got breast milk. No, it's a joke. It's a joke, guys. It's a joke. It's a joke. <laughs> But Keisha's Kitchen, I do have to add, I want to say thank you to everyone who's been so patient. We had, oh, hey, baby. We had such an overwhelming, amazingly great response to the Keisha's Kitchen that literally they sold out, like we sold out. And we have read up the inventory there. Everything is being mailed out this week. So if you have not gotten your Keisha's Kitchen, know that your spices are getting mailed out this week. And if you haven't ordered yet, we've read up. So come on to Keisha'sKitchen.com and get your spices. They're really good. Like, I have to post. And I am I know I'm they're mine, so that sounds crazy. But, you know, this was such a project, a passion project, that I wanted to make sure that you could really, like, I love that Frank's Red Hot commercial. It was like, I put that shit on everything. That was my goal with Keisha's Kitchen. But let and, me tell you, though. So, you know, I love to cook. And... 
I can mix up my own stuff. I've been using my Keisha's Kitchen collection. Girl, yes. That's all I can say. <laughs> the other night, I was like, ooh, I'm going to make a roast. But, you know, I have three kids, a full-time job, and a business. Actually, two businesses. You have two businesses. So I don't like have a time to be doing meal prep, I mean, meal prep and shit. It's like, no, you figure out what you're going to cook. And then in 20 minutes, you need to be cooking that thing. So I went to the store, grabbed a big roast, took it home, you know, did my little pounding to tenderize it put my Keisha's Kitchen seasoning on, and 20 minutes later, I had my roast and my cast iron skillet braising both sides and put it in the oven. Like, a roast like that, usually you want to marinate it so it'll be tender. Oh, my gosh. It was so good. Michael was like, this is heaven on earth, No, Mom. that, that really right there, that, that is what did it for me because Michael, that's Shayla's, He's 11 now, right? Yes. 11, so I have to keep up with the ages because he's not 10 anymore, and he'll get on Takeshi if I screw mm-hmm. that up. Yes. But he's picky and Very. opinionated and has and will not bite, does not bite his tongue. So for him to give me the stamp of approval, I was like, drop the mic. Yes, because my kids are bougie when it comes to food. Like, <laughs> And I guess it's because I love to cook, so I'll do so many different things that they're like, mm, no, we don't want that. Um, but he was like, yeah, can I have some more of that? That's just I feel good. I got yeah. Michael's stamp of approval, I must say. I must say. But, you know, as we digress, we're going to take a really, really quick break right here. Um, and we'll talk more about just the whole pregnancy birthing experience and, you know, just getting you guys caught up to everything going on in Keisha, candidly, Keisha's world. Yeah. That's weird. I never refer to myself as Keisha. That's just special, but give me a pass on that one. Stay tuned right here, Candidly Keisha. We'll be right back. Welcome to Play It, a new podcast network featuring radio and TV personalities talking business, sports, tech, entertainment, and more. Play it at play.it. You're listening to Candidly Keisha. We are back with Candidly Keisha. I have my mama, mum, mummy, mama, mum. I do that to her. It drives her crazy. No, it doesn't. It's all right. I do that all the time. Wait, because it's going to be happening to you. You are so very mm-hmm. right. And of course, Shayla and Ella Grace. I, I'm pretty proud of myself today. I'm going to give myself kudos because I did time this perfectly. Got up, got out of the house, got showered, got Ella together, bottles together, pumped. We did everything this morning. This morning. But Ma, look, Only wait. thing we didn't do was eat. Yeah, we didn't eat. But, but we're Mom, eat she's about care. to be on time all the time because she got a baby. Like, she'll be the, the reverse of everybody else. She'll be on time because she does have a baby. <laughs> all right. <laughs> so we got it. And I even timed her bottle once we got here correctly because she is in the studio. And she is napping right here. Oh. I am holding her. And she is so very content. Mm-hmm. That's my girl. But this little one right here. So I was one of those moms <clears throat> who, in preparing and leading up, you know, I got the cute little halo bassinet that hovers next to the bed, and she has the boppy and the this of the that of the hoo-hoo and the ha-ha. Yeah, she's not going to sleep in the bed with me. We are going to train her to sleep in this bassinet in this crib. Bullshit. She is right next to me in the bed. <laughs> All of that went out the window. And I don't know how I'm going to get her in this bassinet. The same way you're losing that weight. Just not think about it. Exactly. Because when you, when you have, like, this plan, it's all like, this is what we're going to do. And then you kind of got an attitude about it because it's like, yeah, because I'm about that life. <laughs> you know? <laughs> you focus on so much. It's got to happen. It's like, she's two weeks old. Like, I know. you know, let her live outside for a little while before she decides where she wants to sleep. Like, just 
You're right. You're right. I've I've just had to relinquish all of that and just, you know, part of it was after having the C-section, it was hard enough for me to just sit up in bed than to try to like reach over in mm-hmm. any kind of way mm-hmm. to pull her out of a bassinet or even lift her. Like I'm just getting to the point where, you know, my mobility is 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 pretty much almost back. The only time I was reminded that I definitely had a C-section was the other day. Um, my sister-in-law, Jade, who's come, um, and she has my nephew, James, who's six weeks older than, than Ella. So we decided we were going to get a little exercise and get out and go walk them all with our strollers. Oh, by the way, we started a stroller gang. That's what it's called, stroller oh, gang. Lord. We'll tell you about that offline. So we're walking them all in our strollers, and Jed is with us, my two-year-old niece. Actually, no, we'd stop to have lunch. We're sitting in Nordstrom's Cafe eating. Oh, yes. Jet takes off. Like, she is Jackie Joyner Kersey. I'm telling my age right now. Yes, I said Jackie Joyner Kersey. She took off out of the restaurant. She turned the corner with a mean lean. Like, she was running. And never looked back. The four-by-one anchor leg. (laughs) And never looked back. So... Mom has a half a good knee. I love you, but you do. Jade was holding baby James. Baby James. Mm-hmm. Luckily, Ella was in her stroller, so I'm the only one who could take off after her. I had to full out sprint to catch this child, and then I realized, oh yeah, you definitely had a C-section because I felt my stitches after I ran after after Jet all the way through Nordstrom. Mm-hmm. This child. I understand. I was always one of those people who's like, back to like, well, before you have kids, which you'll never do and which you will do. Like, I'm one of those people who'll see, you know, when people put leashes on their kids. I'm like, that's ridiculous. How in the (laughs) hell? You don't, you just don't put a leash on a child. Jet needs two leashes. (laughs) (laughs) I'm an advocate for leashing children after having to chase her through Phipps Plaza Mall. Yes. Twice. Three times. (laughs) She took off. Oh my gosh. Yes. So I guess she was like, you know what? Auntie can't move that fast. Mommy's got baby. Like, I've got I've got some leeway here. Let me see how far I can get. Well, I surprised her cuz even though Auntie couldn't move that fast, I found it somewhere and I ran after her and caught her little behind. <laughs> she looked up, she was surprised. She was like, <laughs> like she was like, "Oh, damn. Right. You got me." No, she was probably thinking it will be you. Right. <laughs> My little lady. But yeah, so we're, we're we're working through those things and the three o'clock feedings and all of that business. But you know, I wouldn't trade it for the world. Mom makes fun of me because she's like, she's like, you won't let me do anything. Like you know, there's a couple people like, oh, does Keisha have a nanny and does she da da da? Hell no. Keisha gets up for those two a.m., four a.m., one a.m., whatever time. Whatever <laughs> time, I'm up with my baby. And see, because you and I are alike, I knew what I had to do while I was there because I knew the things that I should have allowed somebody to help me with. But I was just so in the mindset of, oh, I'm doing it already, so why do I need to ask you to do it? Um, uh, no, Shayla, don't worry, don't worry. Wait, no, it's, it's okay. going to wear off real soon. She's going to want a good night's sleep. Oh, no, it's okay. <laughs> Mom, I'm going to ask her to take the um, the shift, one of these, half of the shifts. Like if you could, If I can get to sleep like around 10... Like 9 o'clock, I'll go to sleep till the 2 a.m. feeding. And then I'll pick up from there. I do need a good night's sleep sometime soon. Because yeah. this two weeks, well, actually kind of pledging does help you for stuff like this because she's hazing my ass right now. <laughs> <laughs> she is hazing mommy. Hilarious. 
But yeah, I am. I'm going to take mom up on it um, because I know I do need a good night's sleep. But she is getting better. She um, she just has her days and nights reversed. Yeah. Just mm-hmm. from when she's in her belly. So you just have to. And she did get me ready for it, though. She did get me ready for it because I would, like, for the last probably month or so, maybe even a month and a half of my pregnancy, I would wake up at, like, 3.30, 4 o'clock in the morning just because and could not get back to sleep. Mm-hmm. And that's exactly the time that 3.30 area for is when she wakes up now. But that's what they do. One of my other clients realized the same thing, that particularly, like, the last two weeks of her pregnancy that her schedule just changed because the baby was up. And she was just like, I realize now that, like, she was preparing us. And like, they kind of have a way of doing what they need to do so that you do what you need to do. Yeah, well, um, she got me right. And, you know, at this point, her baby is on, I mean, on schedule. That's probably a, that's a subjective phrase. But, you know, she knows her days and nights, and they figured out what their rhythm is. But she just kind of had to go with the flow. And, you know, steal her moments when she could that first three or four weeks. Yeah, I'm I'm just realizing. And I mean, she taught me that even in my belly that it's her world that I just have to get in line. I have to get information, period, point blank. So mommy's information and we're just going to go with the flow. And I am grateful that I've been feeling really good. Like, you know, I've had friends who had, you know, dealt with postpartum and, you know, the baby blues was what they call it mm-hmm. before it gets to that point. But, you know, I guess God was like, I don't put you through enough this year. We're not going we, mm-hmm. we, <laughs> we're not going to go there. So I'm just grateful that, you know, I feel good. I feel like myself and, you know, and I'm not having those sort of, you know, um, situations because I know they're real. I've had friends who've definitely um, suffered from postpartum. Yeah. So not a joke. And it is no joke at all. But the good thing is, I have resources. I have a whole list of them. You have like 30 resources. I have 30 resources in my packet along with Wick. <laughs> James is in here dying laughing at it. And spices. I got the spices. I know where to get that body butter. I got the mommy's belly butter. And you have candles for when you need the hoops. And I got candles from OMG, herbalbar.com. Look, let me tell you, hilarious. But yeah, so. All is well. And my baby is taking a really good nap right now. Uh, who knew? I need to get off the air so we can I can go take a nap too. That's what also I've learned. Mm-hmm. When she sleeps, I sleep. Yeah, it is that's not key. it is not I don't it care. It takes what a little while for people to for moms to realize, mm-hmm. you know what? That's a reason there's a reason why everyone says that. Because there's a lot of things that we forget to tell expecting moms, but the consistent advice is you should sleep when the baby sleeps. Absolutely. And the other thing that I'm really grateful that I've done is, and I and I guess, and a lot of people are like, but aren't you, isn't it weird having a baby and da-da-da? But I'm the oldest of four, and I've always loved children. This literally is my biggest life dream to be a mother. So I don't, like, I enjoy and embrace even the 2 a.m. feedings because I've prayed and waited for this moment for so long. And even with my brothers, like, I was mommy Keisha. I was second mom. So it, it it never was kind of, it's felt very natural and fluid for me to step into motherhood and to just enjoy her. My little pumpkin. And as much as I know that you are a great mom from day one, I'm still having my moments where I'll think about you and I'll be like, 
oh, maybe I shouldn't call because she may be napping because Keisha has a baby. Like, I'm just still having these Keisha has a baby moments. <laughs> but, you know, the funny thing is, like, I, that's what I was getting to. Thank you for getting me back on course because my mommy brain is still a little present. But um, I don't do that. Like, because of growing up and having siblings and watching my mom, who's, like, the world's greatest mom, hands down. Mm-hmm. Like, she, my mom is the shit. For real, for real. Thank you. So um, that's also her favorite curse word. But <laughs> she wouldn't tell you that. So, <laughs> but, you know, I know you have to continue to live your life and do your daily routines around the house and her to get used to the different noises that are in the house. That's why we're sitting here talking, having this whole conversation. And she's chilling. Right she's asleep. <clears throat> like, I, I feel like I've desensitized my baby so much to noise that when it's quiet is when she wakes yeah. up. Like, what's going on? Hold on. <laughs> why don't I hear anything? Like, literally, my niece and my nephew will be at the house, my sister-in-law, my brothers. And it'll be like a whole world of noise between the kids, the TV, jet banging on pots and pans playing on the piano, mm-hmm. and she will be just sound asleep. sound asleep. And that's perfect because even when they're, and when they're away, her mommy plays trap music, so either way, there's going to be noise. So. Let me tell you, my baby still likes trap music. Of course. She, she still, still does. Mom, I, one day, I, so my, how I take a shower is I'll put her in, like, the boppy in the bathroom with me. And so I was like, you know, let's play music. We haven't played music. So I'm playing music. Mom comes in the bathroom to check on us. I'm, like, out the shower, like, doing my hair and stuff. Jet's in the boppy kind of with, like, I don't even remember. It was something real extra fresh and ghetto on, right? And she's just asleep. She's just laying there like Ella was in the boppy. Yes, Ella was in the boppy. I was oh I said jet. Sorry. Ella's in the boppy. I was like, only my baby goes to sleep to trap music. Only my baby. Well, she kinda had a while to get used to it. Yeah, she did. Yeah. But she likes it too. Say right? Whatever works. We have to she'll she's gonna be like Jet with Uncle Juan. I want to music, Uncle Juan, music. Mm-hmm. So I'm very proud of my little brother. He is um, has started his own record label, Olympian Records. And I know this is a complete, like, 180 from what we were talking it's about. It's Candidly Keisha, though. So it's Candidly Keisha. I can do that. Damn it. But, <laughs> no, so Joani is my baby. Um, like, he was the one who called me Mommy Keisha literally till he was about five or six years old. And um, he started his own record label with the help of my brother, J.P., and is releasing his music, and I'm proud of him. I've been seeing his releases on Instagram. I know. And I'm like, wow. It, I had to get I'm over. Make your boss move. I had to get over it because you know he is 22, and you know, I get it. He's a man, and you say stuff like, "Ren, I listen to trap music, and I hear all the wretched words." But it's different when it's your baby brother saying mm-hmm. them. So I've had to get over that part of it. But his music is actually really, really good. He goes by the name Kofa. I'm proud of the name because I helped him come up with it because he wanted <laughs> something with some meaning. And then I was like, have you thought of like Sankofa? You know, and then he shortened it to Kofa. And so I'm just proud of him. He's out here doing his little thing. And um, I'm going to have Graduates him. in May Graduates from, from Morehouse College in May. Thank you, Jesus. <laughs> I'll be four for four. Yeah. <laughs> but we're going to have him come up here probably very soon. But um, I just want to say motherhood is awesome. But can we just give your mom like a, a, a moment? I don't even know if it's a moment of silence or if we should just figure out where we should send her on a vacation. That's <laughs> yes. Like four positive, successful children who grind their asses off but who also don't leave anybody behind like I'm just I I respect and I admire 
what you've done as a mom? I mean, I know that they've had to like listen to everything that you you all have taught them, but like you did that, pretty mom. amazing. Yes, you did that, boo. <laughs> you, you have some pretty incredible receipts, mama. <laughs> you do, like, and I just and I always say that, like, I've had the greatest example of motherhood that there is, and um, my mom just is awesome. And I had to commandeer her back for my brother, and I don't know how they feel about that. But I think that we like need to pitch a show about that whole situation because it's just comedy to me. Because I'm like, yeah, you might be able to convince your brother, but what's she going to say to Jet? Because Jet is kind of a boss. Already. It's okay. Jet apparently has just moved in too. So oh, so that's her. That's her counter offer. Yes. Yeah, so like, well, I move in, then you get mom. Exactly. So <laughs> Jet and James and Jade and JP like. All of them are at the house <laughs> on a regular basis. And Jet's like, I win. Right. <laughs> and I said she's going to grow up and be like, I have a brother named James and my sister Ella lives uh-huh. with my auntie Keisha. Right. So I do appreciate it because they're going to grow up like brothers and sisters yeah. and just so close. And I always joke with my brother and my sister. I'm like, listen, just because me and my brother, JP, were partners in crime, like still are. Mm-hmm. And I said, look, as long as they get their story straight. And we and I don't break them as long as they keep their lie together. I won't even be mad at them. They just have to learn to stick together and keep their lie consistent, and then they won't get in trouble. And I'll just be contingent on whether or not they can actually get James to not tell. Right. I think James is probably going to be the one, but they're going to figure it out because I figured out how to get JP. I I, I reeled him in real quick, and because mom and dad would go to him first. Where'd you go? Who'd you see? What'd you do? Da, 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 da. He have a down pat. I'm like, that's my, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. So, you know, JP, it's funny because now he's a dad and has a daughter. He's like, I'm like, you have turned into dad. Like, our dad, he is so, no, not in da, da, da. I said, JP, do you remember us as kids? Like, you've got to stop. You have got to stop. They will be fine. What you got to say, mom? No, I don't have anything to say. <laughs> She's just laughing. Her face is telling it all. Telling it all. She has that mm mm-hmm face on. That's what I'm here for. (laughs) (laughs) Right, and Auntie Keisha. Oh my goodness. But yeah, so thank you, mommy. Thank you, Shayla. I appreciate you. I don't know how I I well, I never imagined you all not helping me and being with me through this process, but I had the best support team. I had the best like you guys yeah, were absolutely and Amika awesome. as well. Amika, Amika also. came up and she got me from the airport and like, let's go have a baby. No, Amika, <laughs> Amika was so other, hyped and excited and my other best friend who was right there, Johnny on the spot, um, making sure that we were good and continues to and you know, you guys are Ella's aunties. You're her godmommies and you know, I couldn't have asked for a better group of of women to support us, you know, through this whole thing. And I'm grateful that, you know, even with the C-section, I had a great birth experience. Yes, I got the good drugs. And the first day, even the the first day, Ella was only a couple hours old, and all of your girls showed up. Everybody to see how you were doing. It was like, okay, we just want to make sure you're okay. We just, you know, it was like for the on the first day, it was like. 
in and out, in and out, everybody stopping by saying hello. And, and I was so, I was, I don't know what they gave me in that IV. I barely remember. Okay. I was like. <laughs> so do we have time for me to tell this 30-second story? Maybe it'll stay 60 seconds. Go but ahead. The first day when they're coming in and they're like, here's this paperwork and that paperwork. And I'm like, can y'all bring that back tomorrow? I had never, you know, because I'm always. I have three kids, so I'm usually on that I'm drugged and you're asking me to make major life decisions out of the coin. I was sitting in the room like, really, they want her to fill out a birth certificate and make decisions about shots and vaccines and all these things? And, like, she still can't move her legs yet. It was just like this whole experience. I was like, I need to do something about this. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Like, globally, like, this is not okay. Um, Yeah. Yeah, a couple questions. They had to come back the next day because I was like, yeah, I don't even remember what you asked. And I was like, I don't feel comfortable encouraging you on your answer because you need to make that decision for yourself. Like, Mm -hmm. I can tell you what I would do, but that's not the same thing as you not being drugged while you're making the decision. Right. But I must say I'm grateful. I am grateful because... I didn't even feel the spinal like they were they took such great care of me. Dr. Camille Davis Williams awesome. is oh, yes, awesome. Is. Mm-hmm. Love, love, love her, her whole team, everyone who was there. Um, I literally didn't feel it because, you know, I'm a punk for pain. And when I tell you when they did the spinal, the most uncomfortable part was trying to figure out how to fit my belly and my legs in the ball. But other than that, <laughs> it was yeah. Smooth but you did. Sailing. You didn't have a birth plan. You had a pain plan. I did, is, oh, which, is, which is perfectly okay. I'm and, not knocking it. But and yes. my angels, let me tell you, they came through. They made sure I didn't feel anything, and I am very grateful for that. Because oh, the last story we're going to tell before we go is, so I had to end up. I I went to the my doctor's appointment that day, and I was sent straight to the 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 hospital because my blood pressure had shot up. Previous, like I had no know anything like I had a completely healthy pregnancy all the way up into this moment and um, literally my blood pressure is normally like 105 over 65 my blood pressure that day had shot up to 135 over 100 and my doctor was like no you're going to the labor and delivery right now so first they tried, you know, to do some inducing, what have you. So in this whole process, which is like over a 12-hour process, waiting to see if we will be able to do it naturally, vaginally, or if I'm going to have to have a C-section. We're in the room, and about 1 a.m., we hear this oh my God. blood-curling scream <laughs> from the next room. So much so... It literally like wakes me up out of my kind of light slumber in the room. Like it made everyone stand up straight. Yeah. I was like, oh yeah, I can't do that. I was like, <laughs> I'm not doing that. That I can't do. This lady, so come to find out, I guess we found out late, later that the lady had come in. She waited kind of too long and delivered the baby without any kind of meds in the hallway on right outside the way, of your room. <laughs> right outside of my door. Wow. I didn't get that part. I, I missed that last little detail when, when I was there. I heard her in the hallway and knew that she had that she was definitely in active labor. I just didn't realize that she was in active labor sitting in the hallway. She had wow. the baby in the hallway outside of my room. I was like, oh, God, please don't do that to me. She needed a doula. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> and you can get Shayla's doula services at <laughs> for your next baby. Hilarious. But 
But yes, yeah, so it's awesome. We have a lot of great things coming up this year for Candidly Keisha. So please, please, please stay tuned. It's Friday. Enjoy. Go Falcons. Let's win this Super Bowl. Please and thank you. And we will be right back next week. Same time, same place. This is Candidly Keisha. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. 